0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I am your host, Brian Convery. My guest today is Yash Goyal. Yash is a graduate of the JP University of Information Technology with a Bachelor of Technology Civil Engineering and currently enrolled at Northeastern University, pursuing his Master of Science in Project Management with an expected graduation date in July 2023. Yash describes himself as a confident, committed, and curious individual. While attending J.P. University of Technology, Yash was a project coordinator intern with the Delhi Metro Rail Corporation, and he also worked as a business analyst with Vali Innovations Private Limited. He realized his passion for project management and decided to move to Canada for his post-graduation to pursue a Master of Science in Project Management with Project Business Analysis as his concentration with Northeastern University Toronto. Throughout his studies and internships, Yash has worked on various data visualization projects where he has gotten his hands-on experience with MS Office and Power BI and learned even more about business analytics. He holds a Certificate Associate in Project Management Certification from PMI, is currently working part-time as an operations team member with Sassilson's Hospitality Group Incorporated. I hope I said that right. And he will be starting his fall co-op in September with Scotiabank. Yash, welcome to the podcast. Oh,
1: thanks. Thanks, Brony, for inviting me. And you you said a lot about me. It's feel like (laughs) I'm in a seventh heaven. Yeah. (laughs) It would be great. And to begin with, I really want to express my gratitude for setting up such a fantastic series of coffee chats. And the way you share the life experiences of international students in a podcast is incredibly good.
0: Thank you, thank you.
1: And I'm sure it will undoubtedly be helpful to new students.
0: Yes, yes, let's hope so. That's that's why we do this.
1: (laughs) And I want to share my experience. And when I first listened to your podcast, you talked about importance of networking and personal growth. And I learned a lot from that. From the day, I didn't miss any of your podcast. And I can't imagine today I'm I'm a part of your podcast. So I'm really excited for this. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just thank thanks, thanks. I just want to say thanks for inviting me.
0: No, oh, thank you so much. It's awesome, and um, I'm so glad we were able to meet and have this opportunity to do this. So let's uh, so let's start. Let's get going. Let's maybe do a few rapid fire questions so the audience can get to know you a little bit more, and and then we'll jump into your journey. So, what is your superpower?
1: Oh, uh, so I would say my superpower is I can work like for two or three consecutive days without any sleep.
0: Oh, my gosh. Wow, that is a superpower. Uh, cake or pie? Cake, any day. Cake, okay. Do you have a special type of cake? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> the red velvet.
0: Red velvet, okay. That's a good one. Um, What's your favorite holiday? Uh, my, if I talk about mine, any place with
1: both mountains and beaches.
0: <laughs> mountains and beaches. Sounds like a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Best compliment you've
1: ever gotten? Okay, so the best one I got when one of my known said to me, like I am, I'm, I'm a hardworking just like my father.
0: Oh, that's great, awesome, good worth that, epic, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite smell? Oh yeah, I'm a big anytime big foodie. So the North Indian food, I just love the smell of it. Ah, nice, nice. All right. Well, as we were getting started, I told you that, you know, many of the, and as you know, you've listened to the podcast and and heard some of the other student stories. And really what I wanted to do is just have you maybe spend a little bit more time talking about your own journey um, and how, um, you know, more detail about your journey, what you've learned along the way and and share that with the listeners.
1: Mm, I would say my journey is not less than a roller coaster ride, and I'm sure many thrills are yet to come. So I would start like from during my high school, I decided to go for software engineering for my graduation. as That's the most demanding skill in the industry. But just before joining, I changed my mind and went for civil engineering. And I would say those four years of my graduation are the best years of my life. I learned a lot of valuable life lessons there. And I also realized my passion for management. So I decided to move Canada for my further education. And I, choosing Canada is not a one-night plan for me. I have researched a lot about culture, career opportunities, and all other aspects. So the most important lesson I learned so far is never, is never to afraid from taking new paths. If you believe something is beneficial for you, you should go for it.
0: That's it. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. And 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 just put yourself out there and take those chances. You know, coming to Canada for opportunities um, and as a newcomer to Canada, could you also talk a little bit about what that was like and what surprised you most about Canada?
1: Oh, yeah. Frankly speaking, the early going was difficult. It's difficult when you have to do everyday tasks like cooking, cleaning and grocery shopping by yourself. <laughs> I don't have a, and I don't have a history of doing anything similar to this. Uh, I'm I'm a literally a pampered child of my family. And even in my country, like everyone, most of the people got the house help very easily. And I still occasionally find it challenging to balance everything, including my academics and the cooking. Mm-hmm. But if you look around you, you will notice that everyone is going through the same cycle. And this is what surprised me the most, that even in the peak winters, everyone was doing their task normally. So I believe like if everyone doing the same task, you can do it too. So, yeah,
0: I'm doing this. Awesome. And did you find, um, did you, I know the weather obviously was a big challenge, but how did you find the culture and the people?
1: Oh, it's totally different from my country. Like um, right now, we are in the west side of the world and my country is on the east side. So differently, like from the very similar basic, we can say the driving side to the culture. Like, everything is difficult. The one thing I find it the similar is the welcoming nature of the people. Even in my country, people are so welcoming. And here, I also find the people are so welcoming. They're so nice. They're so kind. They're so polite. Like, and this is the best thing
0: about the Canada. That's awesome. That's awesome. When you think about school and the experiences you've had, so from a formal education, I often asked, and I think this is a good thing for, for students attending school and, and others to think about is, you know, is there other things outside of school or something that you wish maybe was taught in school that that isn't that you've learned maybe through your lived experiences?
1: oh this this is a nice question yeah uh, even though i believe that a variety of topics should be included in schools like but if i had to pick one i would it would be financial knowledge mm. which may include understanding taxes financial planning or financial freedom and i won't lie but people in western countries need to learn this more than anyone else i have seen a lot of people around myself who live paycheck to paycheck, which means they can't take a single day off from their work as they already have big bills to pay. And additionally, additionally, I think that building a positive relationship with money takes time. Therefore, they should be taught in school so that Mm -hmm. people can give time to themselves to develop that relationship with with their money.
0: That's such an insightful thought and 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 so well so well needed for any of us right as you balance those things as it relates to your finances your rent um the things that you put aside and i I love the idea too that you said about you you know people you don't want to live paycheck to paycheck you want to be able to appreciate some of the other uh things in life so that would be a great thing to add yes i i agree i've seen that often as a as a mentioned topic Yep.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I want to add one more thing. Being sure. a capitalist economy, it's very easy to buy things on EMI here. And the the salaries like we get the biweekly salaries here, so it's more easier to us to afford the things when we get the money twice a month. We want to spend it twi- twice,
0: twice. <laughs> twice as fast.
1: Yeah, twice as fast.
0: <laughs> um. So this is a part of the show I like to ask, you know, individuals like yourself to maybe get a little bit more personal and um, and share something maybe that has been a big challenge for you to date, something you were able to overcome, and maybe some of the lessons you learned from that experience.
1: Oh, it's, I would say it's difficult to say, but if I had to speak about my personal life, I would say that making meals every day has been the hardest challenge so far. There was a time when I loved to cook, but when you have to cook on daily basis and more importantly, cleaning the utensils afterwards, that's (laughs) tough. That's really tough for a student like me, but I gained a lot of knowledge about time management and the value of home-cooked food from this experience and in last 10 months. And I... encourage everyone who is planning to immigrate to Canada or any other country please learn how to cook it will be beneficial for your health and will save a lot of money as well
0: <laughs> <laughs> some great tips there from that and uh, and thank you for sharing that yes because it's it's uh you know as I said earlier there's you know a lot of students and young people that are listening to this podcast and you know, maybe they're going through similar struggles, and and you know, to your point too, back to the financing and budgeting. Um, you know, going out to eat every time doesn't actually help the 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 wallet, right? And to be able to make your meals at home and and plan that it, it does help you as a uh, overall budgeting and scheduling for your money and your time. Exactly, exactly. So, what do you think? You know, to date, I know you know i i know coming here uh starting your education um in a different school um like northeastern and um you know what do you think you know have you leaned on as your unique skills or what skills have helped you to 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 deal with all of this change and get you to where you are today oh so i believe that's my biggest
1: scale is the way i research about the things and planning plan before taking any action i always believe that fail to plan is always a plan to fail so mm. i focus a lot on planning phase and as i said earlier coming to canada is not a one-night plan for me i researched for almost three years like frankly speaking i knew Everything about it, like how the city looks, what are the job opportunities, what the daily routine of a newcomer looks like, and what are the popular grocery stores and popular clubs here. Like, I knew <laughs> most of the things.
0: Yeah. So, that three years really, yeah,
1: that's yeah, amazing. You
0: know, that is so you know, amazing. Wow, like I started researching about
1: this after uh, when I was in my third year of graduation. Yeah. And then third year, fourth year, and one more year. It took me like literally three years to research everything. And is moving to Canada a really nice decision for me or not? So
0: And do you have um any and any other family or any other um well obviously now you've met new friends, but any family or friends that were already here, or did you come solely by yourself?
1: Uh no one, I just came solely by myself. That's why it's one of the biggest decisions for me and my family too. Even my family members were scared of sending me here. Like this country is literally seven oceans away from my country. And it took me like 14 to 15 hours to fly back home or if they want to come, like it's a big time zone difference as well. That's why I want. Like there should be no gap between my research and the actual reality.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the planning and the preparing for that and, you know, that's a big move and, and I, I commend you for that because I think, you know, packing up and leaving and, and coming to a new country on your own is a, is a big deal. And, I, you know, we didn't even say it earlier. What What is your original home country and where, you know, originally your city, where are you from? Okay, so I belong to the India
1: and in India, I belong to the Delhi, which is the capital city of India. So uh, I want to share one more thing here. Like if, if I'm talking about the my background,
0: so yes. Delhi is
1: a big metropolitan city in India, and we have big restaurants, public places, big monuments like everything. And my city never sleeps like you will have everything 24 by 7. Like, if you want to have a dinner at 2 a.m., you can have it. If you want to dance at 5 a.m., you can have it. Like, <laughs> you can have it everything in my city. So when I came to Canada and for the first few weeks I lived in Scarborough so most of the listeners maybe don't know about the Scarborough Scarborough is like 20 kilometers far from Toronto and it's a proper residential area so when I was there I felt depressed it was really depressing for me because there were there were no one there on the roads roads were empty everyone was in their home or in their cars or in their offices there were so I thought, like, yeah, this country is not suitable for me. But when I saw the Toronto, I knew, like, this is the place where I have to be. I have to live in Toronto. So, yeah, from last seven months, I'm living in downtown Toronto. And I would say, like, I'm living my best life
0: here. Ah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. That's, you know, giving some more insights into it and, um, and understanding uh, your journey here. So um what makes you happy what's what gives you deep enjoyment and satisfaction
1: okay so if talk about my joy I just love to travel and meet new people Uh, so the last month I have been to Calgary I have visited Banff I have visited Canmore and that was a four-day all-boys trip and I have a lot of fun there Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I just want to share like like From last five to six months, I was looking for a co-op and it was depressing when you are getting the interviews, but you didn't get a chance to convert them in real opportunities in the offer letters. So like the moment was really depressing for me, but yeah, I was still keep going. But when I had a chance to visit Calgary and the bank, I just went there. And those four days, after four days, I was full of refreshment and just get back to the work and from last one month i did twice of the hard work twice of the research and just so i just feel like the good food and good places
0: makes my mood that's it that's awesome that's awesome and you know congratulations on uh landing your new co-op with uh Scotia bank that's going to be a wonderful opportunity for you you must be excited yeah, I'm.
1: I'm really excited, and I really literally believe like everything happens for a reason. Um, so I want to share with you on the podcast like I literally had seven interviews before landing this opportunity. Even two interviews at the Scotia Bank, I had two rejections from the Scotia Bank earlier, and this is my third interview at the Scotia Bank. But right now, I got the best opportunity that I that I can ever have this is the place I ever wanted to be so uh, I'm I'm really excited I'm just counting my days for the after two weeks my co-op will start so I'm just counting my days I'm really excited and looking forward to it
0: yeah that's amazing and I wonder if um you know question I might ask you is you know listening to you know the the fact that you know there were rejections, and um, you know you had a little bit of depression dealing with living outside of the city, and you know finding your way. Um, is there any any thoughts you'd give to other students who are you know maybe feeling similar about you know not hearing back from employers or not you know not 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 understanding where that where their career might be going? Is there anything that you did to get through those times and might be able to share with them?
1: Oh yeah, sure. So. I just want to share, like, only the one thing, just keep hustling. Never stop. Keep applying. And if you didn't get a reward back from the employer or the recruiter, follow up. Sometimes follow up works as well. But if you didn't get a follow up, don't be sad. Don't depress. Just keep hustling. Keep applying to the new jobs. And I learned from I learned this from my experience as well. So I would just want to share one more experience. Like, when I got my first interview, they gave me the result of that interview after two weeks. So in those two weeks, I didn't apply anywhere else. I didn't do networking. Nothing. So I just lost two weeks, two important lost weeks uh, of my job search. So I would say never stop. Just keep applying. You won't you don't know like what's going to be the result of your interview. So, it's better to never stop applying, never stop networking. Networking is the key to success here. Like, if you know a lot of people, you will get somewhere, you will land somewhere. And that's the only thing. Just keep hustling. And I just want to add one more thing. When I was looking for a course, and I got, I know I was getting the rejections. One of my very good friends said to me that, he never seen a person who was trying hard and looking for a job and he didn't get it. He said, if anyone is looking for a job, he will get it sooner or later, he will get it. Just trying hard. And that's the only thing I want to suggest to every listener, just trying hard. That's it.
0: Yeah. It's a great point. And I remember how even, you know, how we met at an event um, and, and how, um, you know, I often hear from students like, how do I stand out? What do I do? You know, how do I get someone to notice me? Um, You know, and I think one of the things that I always say is, you know, go out to those events, put yourself out there. If you see someone's going to be somewhere, go and talk to them because those conversations may lead to opportunities. Those opportunities may lead to a job. It will obviously to a bigger network. And, you know, I remember when we first met that that was um how we met was through an event and when you came you brought you brought everything you brought your energy you brought your smile you brought yourself you right and you engaged and we had a great conversation and i think that's how you get remembered and that's how you get noticed and um and i think that's another point i would make too and how you approached even how we got to know each other
1: yeah and that would be the day like i will never forget in my life like I, I also recommend that as you said i have a smile on my face and that's the thing you you also have a smile on your face and that's the thing when you attract the energy so this is the thing when you meet someone you should have a smile on your face you should be positive full of energy
0: <laughs> i agree i totally agree that's uh i know uh that that's another you know put yourself there but also enjoy the moment right enjoy the yeah, time um, yeah. it's, it's all parts of life and learning um, as we sort of start to think about getting to the end of this podcast and wrapping and so appreciate you sharing all the experiences and all the opportunities you've had and, and sharing that with the, with the audience. Is there any last minute thoughts you would like to leave um, with the audience or anything you'd like to say before we wrap?
1: Oh yeah, sure. Uh, if you don't mind, can I say a very famous dialogue from a Bollywood sure. movie in Hindi? I will translate it later on. But first, I want to say it in Hindi only. So it's, a very, so, it's a very famous dialogue by the biggest actor in Bollywood, Shalb Khan, in his one of the famous movies. And he said, <laughs> And it means, when you really desire something from the heart and soul, all the universe conspires you to achieve it. And I literally believe it. When I was literally looking for a co-op like from the deep of my heart and I did everything possible to achieve it. And I, now I got it. So just do your hard work, give your best. That's the only thing will land you in somewhere you you, you desire for whatever you aim for it, whatever you have a aim in your life, you will achieve it. Just give your best.
0: That is amazing. I love that. I love that quote. Thank you for sharing that and and sharing it with the audience. Um, it's been a pleasure. Um, I know as you get your start and your footing going, we'll be meeting for, in person for a real coffee soon, but I really want to thank you so much for being a part of this podcast and for sharing your story and journey today. And
1: and I'm really grateful in being a part of your series. Uh, It's a lovely experience. And I just love the way you are helping the newcomers. And I literally, I'm saying it again. Like, I can't forget the day when I first met you. You are so helpful. You are so kind. And the smile you had on your
0: face. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, thank you. So good to see you and hear you today for our listeners. If you like what you heard today, please share this podcast with your network. This has been Coffee yes. with Convery and next time um and please until next time, stay well. Hello everyone and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I am your host Brian Convery. My guest today is Yash Goyal. Yash is a graduate of the JP University of Information Technology with a Bachelor of Technology Civil Engineering and currently enrolled at Northeastern University pursuing his Master of Science in Project Management with an expected graduation date in July 2023. Yash describes himself as a confident, committed, and curious individual. While attending JP University of Technology, Yash was a project coordinator intern with the Delhi Metro Rail Corporation, and he also worked as a business analyst with Vali Innovations Private Limited. He realized his passion for project management and decided to move to Canada for his post-graduation to pursue a Master of Science in Project Management with Project Business Analysis as his concentration with Northeastern University, Toronto. Throughout his studies and internships, Yash has worked on various data visualization projects where he has gotten his hands-on experience with MS Office and Power BI, and learned even more about business analytics. He holds a Certificate Associate in Project Management Certification from PMI, is currently working part-time as an operations team member with Hospital Hospitality Group Incorporated, I hope I said that right, and he will be starting his fall co-op in September with Scotiabank. Yash, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks, thanks, Bronny. For inviting me, and
1: you had said a lot about me. It's I feel like <laughs> I'm in a seventh heaven. Um, yeah, seven, it would be great. And to begin with, I really want to express my gratitude for setting up such a fantastic series of coffee chats. And the way you share the life experiences of international students in a podcast is re- incredibly good.
0: Uh, and, thank you. Thank you.
1: And I'm sure it will undoubtedly be helpful to new students.
0: And yes yes let's hope so that's that's why and, we do this
1: <laughs> and I, I want to share my experience and when I first listened to your podcast you talked about importance of networking and personal growth and I learned a lot from that from the day I didn't miss any of your podcast and I can't imagine today I'm, I'm a part of your podcast so yes. I'm really excited for this <laughs> I'm just, Thank thanks thanks I just want to say thanks for inviting me
0: no, oh, thank you so much. It's awesome. And um, I'm so glad we were able to meet and have this opportunity to do this. So let's uh, so let's start. Let's get going. Let's maybe do a few rapid fire questions so the audience can get to know you a little bit more. And and then we'll jump into your journey. So what is your superpower? Uh, so I would say my
1: superpower is I can work like for two or three consecutive days without any sleep.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow, that is a superpower. Uh cake or pie? Cake. Any day. Cake. Okay. Do you have a special type of cake? Oh yeah. <laughs> the red velvet. <laughs> red velvet. Okay. That's a good one. Um, what's your favorite holiday? Oh, uh,
1: my if I talk about mine, any place with both mountains and beaches.
0: <laughs> mountains and beaches. Sounds like a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> best compliment you've ever gotten. Okay, so the best one I got when one of my
1: known said to me, like, I, I'm I'm a hardworking just like my father.
0: Ah, oh, that's great. Awesome. Good word that epic, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite smell? Oh yeah.
1: I'm a big, anytime big foodie. So the North Indian food, I just
0: love the smell of it. Ah, nice, nice. All right, well, as we were getting started, I told you that you know many of the, and as you know, you've listened to the podcast and and heard some of the other student stories. And really, what I wanted to do is just have you maybe spend a little bit more time talking about your own journey um and how um you know, more detail about your journey, what you've learned along the way, and and share that with the listeners. Mm, I would say
1: my journey is not less than a roller coaster ride, and I'm sure many thrills are yet to come. So I would start like from during my high school, I decided to go for software engineering for my graduation. as That's the most demanding skill in the industry. But just before joining, I changed my mind and went for civil engineering. And I would say those four years of my graduation are the best years of my life. I learned a lot of valuable life lessons there. And I also realized my passion for management. So I decided to move Canada for my further education. And I, choosing Canada is not a one-night plan for me. I have researched a lot about culture, career opportunities, and all other aspects. So the most important lesson I learned so far is never, is never to afraid from taking new paths. If you believe something is beneficial for you, you should go for it. That's it.
0: Nice. Awesome. Yeah. And 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 just put yourself out there and take those chances. You know, coming to Canada for opportunities um, and as a newcomer to Canada, could you also talk a little bit about what that was like and what surprised you most about Canada?
1: Oh, yeah. So frankly speaking, the early going was difficult. It's difficult when you have to do everyday tasks like cooking, cleaning and grocery shopping by yourself. <laughs> I don't have, and I don't have a history of doing anything similar to this. Uh, I'm I'm a literally a pampered child of my family, and even in my country, like everyone, most of the people got the house help very easily. And I still occasionally find it challenging to balance everything, including my academics and the cooking. Mm-hmm. But if you look around you, you will notice that everyone is going through the same cycle. And this is what surprised me the most, that even in the peak winters, everyone was doing their task normally. So I believe like if everyone doing the same task, you can do it too. So, yeah,
0: I'm doing this. Awesome. And did you find, um, did you, I know the weather obviously was a big challenge, but how did you find the culture and the people? oh it's totally different from my country
1: like um, now, right now we are in the west side of the world and my country is on the east side so differently like from the very similar basic we can say the driving side to the culture like to everything is difficult the one thing i find it the similar is the welcoming nature of the people even in my country people are so welcoming and here i also find the people are so welcoming they're so nice, they're so kind, they're so polite. Like, and this is the best thing about the Canada.
0: That's awesome, that's awesome. When you think about school and the experiences you've had, so from a formal education, I often asked, and I think this is a good thing for, for students attending school and, and others to think about, is, you know, is there other things outside of school or something that you wish maybe was taught in school that that isn't, that you've learned maybe through your lived experiences? oh this this is a nice question
1: yeah uh, even though i believe that a variety of topics should be included in schools like but if i had to pick one i would it would be financial knowledge
0: mm.
1: which may include understanding taxes financial planning or financial premium and i won't lie but people in western countries need to learn this more than anyone else i have seen a lot of people around myself who live paycheck to paycheck, which means they can't take a single day off from their work as they already have big bills to pay. And additionally, additionally, I think that building a positive relationship with money takes time. Therefore, they should be taught in school so that Mm -hmm. people can give time to themselves to develop that relationship
0: with with their money. That's such an insightful thought and 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 so well so well needed for any of us right as you balance those things as it relates to your finances your rent um the things that you put aside and i I love the idea too that you said about you you know people you don't want to live paycheck to paycheck you want to be able to appreciate some of the other uh things in life so that would be a great thing to add yes i i agree i've seen that often as a as a mentioned topic Yep.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I want to add one more thing. Being sure. a capitalist economy, it's very easy to buy things on EMIs here. And the the salaries like we get the biweekly salaries here, so it's more easier to us to afford the things when we get the money twice a month. We want to spend it twi- twice,
0: twice. <laughs> twice as fast.
1: Yeah, twice as fast.
0: <laughs> um. So this is a part of the show I like to ask, you know, individuals like yourself to maybe get a little bit more personal and um, and share something maybe that has been a big challenge for you to date, something you were able to overcome, and maybe some of the lessons you learned from that experience.
1: Oh, it's, I would say it's difficult to say, but if I had to speak about my personal life, I would say that making meals every day has been the hardest challenge so far. There was a time when I loved to cook, but when you have to cook on daily basis and more importantly, cleaning the utensils afterwards, that's (laughs) tough. That's really tough for a student like me, but I gained a lot of knowledge about time management and the value of home-cooked food from this experience and in last 10 months. And I... encourage everyone who is planning to immigrate to canada or any other country please learn how to cook it will be beneficial for your health and will save a lot of money as well
0: <laughs> <laughs> some great tips there from that and uh, and thank you for sharing that yes cuz it's it's uh you know as i said earlier there's you know a lot of students and young people that are listening to this podcast and you know, maybe they're going through similar struggles, and and you know, to your point too, back to the financing and budgeting, um, you know, going out to eat every time doesn't actually help the 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 wallet, right? And to be able to make your meals at home and and plan that it, it does help you as a uh, overall budgeting and scheduling for your money and your time. Exactly. Exactly. So, what do you think? You know, to date, I know you know i i know coming here uh starting your education um in a different school um like northeastern and um you know what do you think you know have you leaned on as your unique skills or what skills have helped you to 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 deal with all of this change and get you to where you are today oh so i believe
1: that's my biggest scale is the way i research about the things and planning plan before taking any action i always believe that fail to plan is always a plan to fail so mm. i focus a lot on planning phase and as i said earlier coming to canada is not a one-night plan for me i researched for almost three years like frankly speaking i knew Everything about it, like how the city looks, what are the job opportunities, what the daily routine of a newcomer looks like, and what are the popular grocery stores and popular clubs here. Like, I knew <laughs> most of the things.
0: Yeah. So, that three years really, yeah, that's yeah, amazing. That is so literally. amazing. Wow, yeah,
1: like I started researching about this after uh, when I was in my third year of graduation. Yeah, And then third year, fourth year, and one more year. It took me like literally three years to research everything. And is moving to Canada a really nice decision for
0: me or not? So, And do uh, you have um, any any other family or any other, um, well, obviously now you've met new friends, but any family or friends that were already here? Or did you come solely by yourself?
1: Uh, no, and I just came solely by myself. That's why it's one of the biggest decisions for me and my family too even my family members were scared of sending me here like this country is literally seven oceans away from my country and it took me like 14 to 15 hours to fly back home or if they want to come like it's a big time zone difference as well that's why I want like there should be no gap between my research and the actual reality
0: yeah absolutely and the planning and the preparing for that and you know that's a big move and and I, I commend you for that because i think you know packing up and leaving and, and coming to a new country on your own is a is a big deal and I, you know we didn't even say it earlier what what is your original home country and where you know originally your city where are you from okay so i belong
1: to the india and in india i belong to the delhi which is the capital city of india so uh, i want to share one more thing here like if, if i'm talking about the my background Delhi is a big metropolitan city in India. And we have big restaurants, public places, big monuments, like everything. And my city never sleeps. Like, you will have everything 24 by 7. Like, if you want to have a dinner at 2 a.m., you can have it. If you want to dance at 5 a.m., you can have it. Like, (laughs) you can have it everything in my city. So... When I came to Canada and for the first few weeks I lived in Scarborough. So most of the listeners maybe don't know about the Scarborough. Scarborough is like 20 kilometers far from Toronto and it's a proper residential area. So when I was there, I felt depressed. It was really depressing for me because there were there were no one there on the roads. Roads were empty. Everyone was in their home or in their cars or in their offices. so I thought, like, yeah, this country is not suitable for me. But when I saw the Toronto, I knew, like, this is the place where I have to be. I have to live in Toronto. So, yeah, from last seven months, I'm living in downtown Toronto. And I would say, like, I'm living my best life here.
0: Ah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. That's, you know, giving some more insights into it and, um, and understanding uh, your journey here. So um what makes you happy what's what gives you deep enjoyment and satisfaction okay so if
1: talk about my joy I just love to travel and meet new people uh, so the last month I have been to Calgary I have visited Banff I have visited Canmore and that was a four-day all-boys trip and I have a lot of fun there uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to share that, like like from last five to six months, I was looking for a co-op and it was depressing when you are getting the interviews, but you didn't get a chance to convert them in real opportunities in the offer letters. So like the moment was really depressing for me, but yeah, I was still keep going. But when I had a chance to visit Calgary and the bank I just went there and those four days, after four days, I was full of refreshment and just get back to the work and from last one month i did twice of the hard work twice of the research and just so i just feel like the good food and good places makes my mood that's it
0: that's awesome that's awesome and you know congratulations on uh landing your new co-op with uh bank that's going to be a wonderful opportunity for you you must be excited yeah
1: and I'm, I'm really excited and i re- literally believe like everything happens for a reason um, so i want to share with you on the podcast like i literally had seven interviews before landing this opportunity even two interviews at the scotia bank i had two rejections from the scotia bank earlier and this is my third interview at the scotia bank but right now i got the best opportunity that I that I can ever have. This is the place I ever want, wanted to be. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm just counting my days for the after two weeks, my co-op will start. So I'm just counting my days. I, I'm really excited and looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And I wonder if, um you know, a question I might ask you is, you know, listening to, you know, the the fact that, you know, there were rejections and um, you know, you had a little bit of depression dealing with living outside of the city and, you know, finding your way. Um, is there any any thoughts you'd give to other students who are, you know, maybe feeling similar about, you know, not hearing back from employers or not, you know, not 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 understanding where the where their career might be going? Is there anything that you did to get through those times and might be able to share with them?
1: Oh yeah, sure. So I just want to share like only the one thing, just keep hustling. Never stop. Keep applying. And if you didn't get a reward back from the employer, the recruiter, follow-up. Sometimes follow-up works as well. But if you didn't get a follow-up, don't be sad. Don't depress. Just keep hustling. Keep applying to the new jobs. And I learned from I learned this from my experience as well. So I would just want to share one more experience. Like when I got my first interview, they gave me the result of that interview after two weeks. So in those two weeks, I didn't apply anywhere else. I didn't do networking, nothing. So I just lost two weeks, two important lost weeks uh, of my job search. So I would say never stop. Just keep applying. You won't you don't know like what's going to be the result of your interview. So, it's better to never stop applying, never stop networking. Networking is the key to success here. Like, if you know a lot of people, uh, you will get somewhere, you will land somewhere. And that's the only thing. Just keep hustling. And I just want to add one more thing. When I was looking for a course, and I got, I know I was getting the rejections. One of my very good friends said to me that, he never seen a person who was trying hard and looking for a job and he didn't get it. He said, if anyone is looking for a job, he will get it sooner or later, he will get it. Just trying hard. And that's the only thing I want to suggest to every listener, just trying hard. That's it.
0: Yeah. It's a great point. And I remember how even, you know, how we met at an event um, and, and how, um, you know, I often hear from students like, how do I stand out? What do I do? You know, how do I get someone to notice me? Um, You know, and I think one of the things that I always say is, you know, go out to those events, put yourself out there. If you see someone's going to be somewhere, go and talk to them because those conversations may lead to opportunities. Those opportunities may lead to a job. It will obviously to a bigger network. And, you know, I remember when we first met that that was um, how we met was through an event and when you came you brought you brought everything you brought your energy you brought your smile you brought yourself you right and you engaged and we had a great conversation and I think that's how you get remembered and that's how you get noticed and um, and I think that's another point I would make too and how you approached even how we got to know each other
1: yeah and that would be the day like I will never forget in my life like I, I also recommend that, as you said, I have a smile on my fi- face, and that's the thing. You you also have a smile on your face, and that's the thing when you attract the energy. So this is the thing when you meet someone, you should have a smile on your face. You should be positive, full of energy.
0: <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. That's uh, I know uh that that's another you know put yourself there, but also enjoy the moment, right? Enjoy the yeah, time. But- um, yeah. it's it's all parts of life and learning um, as we sort of start to think about getting to the end of this podcast and wrapping and so appreciate you sharing all the experiences and all the opportunities you've had and and sharing that with the, with the audience is there any last minute thoughts you would like to leave um, with the audience or anything you'd like to say before we wrap
1: oh yeah sure uh, if you don't mind can I say a very famous dialogue from a Bollywood sure. movie in Hindi I will translate it later on, but first I wanna say it in Hindi only. So Absolutely. it's a very so it's a very famous dialogue by the biggest actor in Bollywood, the Khan, in his one of the famous movies. And he said, And it means when you really desire something from the heart and soul all the universe conspires you to achieve it. And I literally believe it. When I was literally looking for a co-op like from the deep of my heart and I did everything possible to achieve it. And I now I got it. So just do your hard work, give your best. That's the only thing will land you in somewhere you, you, you desire for. Whatever you aim for it, whatever you have a aim in your life, you will achieve it. Just give your best.
0: That is amazing. I love that. I love that quote. Thank you for sharing that and and sharing it with the audience. Um, it's been a pleasure. Um, I know as you get your start and your footing going, we'll be meeting for, in person for a real coffee soon. But I really want to thank you so much for being a part of this podcast and for sharing your story and journey today. And... Um,
1: I'm really
0: grateful in
1: being a part of your series. Uh, it's a lovely experience. And I just love the way you are helping the newcomers. And I literally, I'm saying it again. Like, I can't forget the day when I first met you. You are so helpful. You are so kind.
0: And the smile you had on your face. <laughs> that's amazing. That's an amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So good to see you and hear you today. For our listeners, if you like what you heard today, Please share this podcast with your network. This has been Coffee with Convery. And next time, um, and please, until next time, stay well.